0: Bye.
1: Day buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for How You Can Eat, a weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. My name is Chuck Jose, and Each week, we take a brand new release and we let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, I got to just quickly introduce you to the other co-leaders. Um, he is now wearing a uh, I would say brown? What kind of, what color beanie? Yeah. It's not, it's pretty a, brown. not a mustard. It's pretty brown. Oh, a motorcycle, um, a, a brown beanie. Oh, a car. I just assume it's always a motorcycle. Fast. This street is
0: not meant for that speed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. It, it is dangerous, and I, I'm i surprised you don't hear a lot more accidents. Uh, you probably do. I, I just probably don't, hear do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but sporting a wonderfully brown ribbed beanie, it's Alan
0: Mark. How are you doing this fine week, sir? Hello. I'm doing better, much better than last week. <laughs> I sounded awful in the beginning of last week's episode. But uh I am or I guess when it, the the Stacy episode, but I'm doing decent today. Um mostly because I'm very excited to to talk in this episode. So,
1: yeah. How are you, I know, Chuck? For a for a potluck. I know it's crazy. <laughs> right? uh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, they already saw the title of nope. this episode. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. I um I've been very busy at work, um, but always excited to go record these episodes uh, because it always makes me forget about all the stresses of the day, and I get to hang out with you guys. I was thinking about that earlier, about how I—it's—it's it's not like a forced hangout. It's like a—it's a, a hangout that I always look forward to, but I always forget is going to happen until like two days prior, like. It the episode comes out and then I'm like, okay, cool, move on with my life. And then Monday hits and I'm like, oh crap, I gotta hang out with Alan Mark, and S- Stephen on uh, Wednesday. And then I gotta talk about K-pop. And it's just like, K-pop is now. I understand. Like, um, oh, well, let's 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 quickly get yeah, to let's The guy in. who rounds out. <laughs> let's quickly bring in the guy who rounds out the big three. The one hails from NYC. It's Stephen.
2: Um, qu- really quickly, how are you doing, sir? I'm good. Um, my life. Has changed <laughs> since uh, Saturday. Uh, no, <laughs> just oh, oh no. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Concert.
1: <laughs> uh, it's been revelatory, yeah. transcending. Oh my just... god, is that your very first uh, K-pop concert? Like, I know you went is... to KCON one. Yeah, time. that
2: was yeah, that was the only one before this. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> only one. Would you of count those that? Concerts. I guess you count that as a
1: concert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a collection of. I mean, yeah, it's like one of those um, uh, end of the year. Uh, radio show uh, concerts where they gather like four different artists. That's probably what KCON felt like. But this, you went if if listeners, if you don't know, Stephen went to Twice. I did. In in did they say Twice in New York or Twice in Long Island? They said Twice in New know. York. Um, okay, Twice. Yeah. In New York. I guess that, Long <laughs> Island still counts as maybe it's like it's, the yeah. state. That's what they're talking about.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. I was realizing that. The two times I've been to a hockey arena have both been for K pop concerts. <laughs> I, wait, was was the K con at the. K con was in New Jersey where the New Jersey oh. Devils play. <laughs> <laughs>
1: One day. Oh, so wait, you've never been to SAP Center for I've never the San Jose Sharks? I've never the Sharks game, no. Interesting, that's not that okay. close from where you look. I mean, we could have gone, but like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's yeah, it just never went, still, still never had a moment to go. I see, yeah, um, okay, so I forget what I was asking you guys. Oh my god, when, when I was talking about something, oh. does anybody remember what I was talking about?
0: No, I got distracted it, by the Twice concert,
1: <laughs> yeah, me too. I got just
0: you got, got to see by. the Che Young eye roll during Hello. Line. Oh yeah! <laughs>
2: oh, I mean, uh, so many clips. Yeah, Um it was just—I I saw it on one of the huge video screens, but uh, since my alive. seats were pretty high, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did
1: you see the 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 shot where it was it Sana who was being asked for a double date or something like
2: that? I, I saw it. the that clip eventually, but <laughs> yeah. I didn't like see it like happen. Um, yeah, yeah, that's fun. Uh, I saw Chewie's. Uh like her goodbye message on day one, which was which is very funny. She was saying like she said, Oh, I wonder sometimes I think about what what why people like me. And she said, Maybe it's because I'm cute and pretty. And then like all <laughs> the members were like shocked that she was like when you say those things about yourself. And and it coming yeah. from cheering. Uh, yeah, that was fun. Um, yeah, just a really fun night. Uh, Do you have
1: a um do you have a real quick? Do you have a highlight of the, of the oh, night, your favorite moment? I
2: mean, just getting to see like, uh, like I, I can't all our stop fans. me. yeah, all of our, oh minds. yeah, yeah, everyone That's who right. listens to our podcast, yeah, yeah, Um, I I think I can't it, stop me. Man. Just yeah, I can't stop me. I loved this. Oh yeah, the risky risky. Wiki, wiki. Oh. This is an emergency. Yeah. Oh Get hearing that live with oh, everyone, please. with everyone doing it. That, that was a great moment. Um, I, Did you yeah. know
1: the 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 calls as, as well? Did, were you no, chanting? Uh,
2: I I didn't hear. I don't know if I heard a lot of the like the fan chants. Maybe like um, up in the front. Yeah, it was the probably VIP closer. Yeah. yeah, down there. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: But then I'm sure you were like you were sitting next to like uh 10 to 23 year old super fans with their p- parents or like their dad or mom just sitting down on their phone or something like
2: that yeah right? <laughs> uh on to my to my right yeah that's that was the situation <laughs> but uh they they were very they they seemed to enjoy the show and the like the the person next to me she was very she was like super excited and i unfortunately i they didn't do I'm going to be a star which he was mm-hmm. really hoping for. Oh, um, oh. but then yeah to my left we there was like a really really uh excited like trio of fans who brought this big like cloth the sign for for Sana I think and uh every time like the the members might face our direction they they stood up and like tried to uh. wave their this thing but I don't know if they they ever saw it. Um yeah.
1: Oh, I'm still so mad that I didn't go, or I didn't try harder to get tickets for my my sister. Um, of all places, was able to get tickets for Oakland while she was on vacation in Hawaii. Wow! So I I have no idea. She was she wasn't even in the like on Wi-Fi. She was using <gasps> her phone connection. So I have no idea what what happened with me because I was on my fast internet mm-hmm. just. <laughs> Just tooling away at my computer. Anyway, that's enough about that group. We'll probably talk more about them in like June <laughs> or September or October or something like that. But oh well. So uh, if you if you were able to go to the concert, uh, good on you. I hope you had a great time, like Stephen did. And um, yeah, uh, the the group we're covering today that I I don't know if they'll ever come stateside. I don't know when KCON will come back, (laughs) but I really hope they do. Um, So I'm looking forward to talking about them as a whole and the release that we're going to cover this week. But before we do that, uh, we got to show some love to the other releases that came out this week. So I'm going to throw it to Steven and he's going to give you his specials
2: of the week. All right. Thank you. Uh, Yeah. So this week we have some pretty fun comebacks to talk about. Plus A debut uh, starting on Monday, the last day of February. We have the latest mini album from Rocket Punch. It's called Yellow Punch and the title track is called Chiquita. Uh, This is their fourth mini album um, following their first three red or pink, red and blue Punch. So they're continuing their uh, naming conventions, um, this time with Yellow. And there are six tracks. The title track is a production by uh, BXN and Primetime. But we did talk about BXN a bit on our last episode. Uh, I had listened to it. It's pretty heavy on the synth pop. Uh, heavy for me. Um, and then Uh, Other credits we see are uh, Mayu Wakisaka, David Amber, the production group called Big Data, and then Tisha Tiara, among many others. So yeah, go check out that album from Rocket Punch. Uh, Same day, we have uh, a comeback from the, the group Banner. It is a single album called Take Off with the... Single called Roland. There are two tracks on this uh, Roland and the instrumental. Um, it, this is their third single album and their first release since 2020's single album called Life. Um, the lyrics were written by uh, Tabasco and two of the members of the group, Gon and Ashian, and it was composed by Salty Wave, Frederick Gill, and Georgie Keller. Um, but moving on to march uh tuesday we have a a solo release from luna's olivia here it's called i'll be your spring and it is a remake of a song of the same name by i guess like an indie artist named airman uh the song came out in 2017 and the song was written by airman and godak who is a member of the duo mind you which is under Starship. And I believe both Airman and Godak were involved in the uh, production of this remake. But uh, it's cool to see uh, the, the members doing their own activities. So unfortunately, uh, they were s- struck by something this week and couldn't participate in Queendom uh, filming. But at least we do get a release um, from, from, from Luna. Um, so hopefully they recover well. Get okay, well soon. Um, moving on to Wednesday, we have a mini album from Cherry Bullet. It's called Cherry Wish. And the title track is called Love in Space. This is their second mini album. And uh, like Rocket Punch, Cherry Wish, uh, this mini album uh, also follows kind of that naming um, that they had with their first al- mini album, which was called Cherry Rush. Um, there are five tracks, and the first two, including the title track, were written and composed by So Bei and Minky of RBW. Um, but other credits include Martin Larson, Kirat Singh, Ilang Lumholt, Max Song, Moon Kim, and more. Uh, and I just read that the title track was described as being retro-sounding synth-pop, which I guess that trend is not slowing down. And, but it's a good song anyway. Um, And lastly, also on the same day, the debut I I mentioned, it's the group Tempest with their debut mini album called It's Me, It's We with the title track, Bad News. So they are the new seven member boy group from Yuihua Entertainment. Uh, And this release was actually postponed after all of the members tested positive for COVID, but it is out now. Um, there, there are five tracks at where and members Lou and Hwarang wrote lyrics for a couple songs, um, and uh, there are some pretty uh, heavy hitters uh, in terms of the production on the other songs. We see Mono Tree, Prism Filter, the One Five Three Joombas and Creators Club groups, Vendors, and then Marcel Heim and. Uh, on the track list, it says Charlotte Buhler, but I think that might be an uh, the, someone who also goes by Charlotte Boss, who I think is uh, a popular, a somewhat popular musician um, in, in Europe, I think. But yeah, that's exciting. Uh, I have not yet listened to it, but uh, good luck to Tempest. And yeah, those are my specials of the week. All right, thanks, Stephen.
1: Okay, um, I don't even know where to start with this group, guys. I, I, do. <laughs> I, I, they, they came out, um, last year, right, and <clears throat> very late last year, and uh, but it really feels like there's so much we need to talk about. So catch us up. Alamark is gonna give. Our rundown for this week's artist.
0: Yes, and this week's artist is Billy, infamously my choice for 2021 Rookie of the Year, going away from y'all. But uh, yeah, we'll see why here. (laughs) (laughs) So weird. We'll get into that. But first, Billy, spelled with three L's. ...is a South Korean girl group formed by the entertainment company Mystic Story. That company's first attempt at an idol group in contrast to their usual indie artists... uh, ...outside of Brown Eyed Girls, uh, who they acquired when Mystic 89 merged with APOP back in 2014. So uh, they technically didn't start Brown Eyed Girls, but now they have them. Uh, So Billy is their first group they debuted... Uh, so they debuted as a six-member group on November 10th, 2021 with the EP, The Village of Perception, Chapter 1, uh, and its lead single, Ring by Ring, uh, which featured members Moon Sua, Suhyun, Haram, Tsuki, Shiyun, and Haruna. Uh, during their debut showcase, they explained that the name Billy is derived from the English name, of course, Billy, uh, but with an extra L. Uh, the name itself reflects their B-sides or the inner self that everyone has inside them, hoping to empath- uh, empathize with people through their expression of their B-sides, uh, while adding a twist like the extra letter to create something special or different. Uh, quite a mystic story they explained there. <laughs> Anyways, shortly after, on November 19th, they announced that they would be adding a seventh member, Shon, and her first appearance with the group would be a surprise ring-by-ring performance on the show Music Core on November 27. So that's the first time they appeared as a seven-member group. Then they would make a quick turnaround with their first comeback on December 14, 2021 with the digital single, The Collective Soul and Unconscious, Snowy Night, uh, with the Minjishin produced title track, Snowy Night, uh, their first comeback as a seven-member group. And then Billy would again make another comeback on February 23rd, 2022 with their second EP, The Collective Soul and Unconscious, Chapter 1, and its lead single, Ginga Mingayo, The Strange World. Uh, so the thing about Billy is that their entire concept is like this like light, bright, horror film-inspired lore revolving around like a missing girl, a monster that takes kids, and like things happening on the 11th day at the end of summer which I don't quite understand too well just yet. So instead of getting into the lore, let's get to know the members since they're new and we love, you know, getting to know them. Uh, First up is Moon Sua. She's the main rapper, lead vocalist, and the oldest member as well. She was formerly a YG Entertainment trainee for 10 years, where she was also a member of the pre-debut group Future21, alongside Soyeon from from 9 uh at 16 she was a uh, at the age of 16 she was a contestant on the competition show unpretty Rapstar star 2 back in 2015 where she placed fourth overall behind Hyolin, Kitty B and Trudy beating out other idols such as yubin Xe and other like other <laughs> idol rappers so um, and she is also the younger sister of Astro member Moonbin. Then Suhyun, Hyun, uh, main vocalist and lead dancer. She participated on Produce 101 season one, placed 69th overall. Uh, so of course not, you know, end up not being an IOI, obviously. Uh, but she also competed on Mix 9 and was eliminated on the final episode. So she was not one of the top nine that, would make the girl group that ended up not happening anyway. Uh, Yeah. And then she's also training as an actor under Mystic Actors because Mystic Story also has an actor section. So, uh, yeah. Next is Haram, the main vocalist. So she initially won SM Entertainment's Every Sing Contest and would then receive vocal training under SM for a while before moving into Mystic Story, which is uh, and SM subsidiary as of 2017, when SM bought them, so... Uh, yeah, vocals are no joke. Next it's Tsuki, main dancer, one of their two Japanese members. She's also a former SM Entertainment trainee, and is an ex-member of the J-pop group Magic Hour. Uh, next is Sean, the seventh member they added. She's a main dancer and lead rapper. She was added later because she was participating on the reality survival show Girls Planet 999 under her real name Kim soo Uh, She was ultimately eliminated in the finale, just falling short of becoming a member of the eventual group Kepler. Uh, but I guess some things work out for the better because then she was able to debut before Kepler did. <laughs> then next up is Yoon, the main rapper and lead dancer. Uh, She's been performing since she was like a little kid. She was a member of Deaf Dance Academy and Millennium Dance Academy before becoming a Mystic Story trainee. And then lastly, Haruna, their maknae, their second Japanese member, Uh, having only joined Mystic Story in 2021, (laughs) giving her the quickest turnaround to debut out of all the members. Uh, So yeah, those are the seven girls that make up Billy. Oh, that's the oh, end Oh, and Miranda? yeah, that, that's all. Uh, and we are covering uh, the EP, The Collective Soul and Conscious Chapter 1, with the lead single, Ginga Yo. The Strange World. The Strange World.
1: <laughs> all right. Um, okay. So I think we heard enough um, from Alan Mark about his uh, belief in uh, Billy. Uh, we know that he is a believer um, but I'm curious, uh, Stephen, what's your B with this uh group?
2: <laughs> um, you know, I uh, actually did, coming into this, I really had just listened a few times to like their songs. So I liked Snowy Night uh classic, but, I I don't know. I I liked a few of the the B-sides on the debut mini album. I wasn't too hot on the single. I I don't know. I I don't I think it's okay, but it's pretty interesting, but I don't know. It wasn't my favorite uh song from that mini album. I I do think their concept is really interesting. Uh so I was pretty interested to see what it would be like or how they would add to it. Like it was very obvious that they were going to, like, just from the names and like just what they came out with. So yeah, they're they're a pretty interesting group.
1: I you know, I'm I'm kinda in the same boat as you, Steven. I I, I I'm always excited when a new group um comes out because I always want to be like a hipster and be like, I checked out their album before you did. Um. So when uh, Billy came out, I was just like, "Ooh, a new group!" At the end of the year, uh, um, oh yeah, it, at the end of the year and everything. Um. And yeah, I was like, I was like you. I wasn't really feeling any of these of the songs from the the Village of Perception, um, except for I think the Eleventh Day. Like that our, was I. I remember that being our, a good song.
2: Or Eleventh Day. Yeah. Yeah yeah, right. yeah. 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 Right
1: yeah. I think that was like kind of the um It's like the jazzy one. Yeah. Yeah, the jazzy one. And um I mean, you guys know me. That's my it's my jam. Um but other than that, like I'm just I wasn't I wasn't really sold yet. And then it was really snowy night like we've all all three of us have already mentioned um that's really where I started wanting to pay more attention because I feel like right out the gate they tried to do a lot of lore or try to present a lot of lore um at first uh and then um it was a really snowy night that allowed me to really see the vocal talents of the group and so I I was able to just latch on from the music from there um but with this album that we're going to cover today I think this this was uh, this was a good combination um of both what they were trying to present with the first album Lorewise, wise and the vocal talent of Stowing Nights. So um, uh, I, I, I I hate making these proclamations at the beginning, but I'll just say it right now. This is by far... <laughs> not that they've had much to go for release, <laughs> but this is currently number one as far as albums go for me, for Billy. For Billy. Okay. Yeah, for Billy, for Billy, yeah. So... Um if they can if they give more if they can come back with more of this stuff I think I will eventually become like Alan Mark and really be a is it a believer is that the yeah, fandom? Yeah. I think they just so announced
0: I, their fandom name is believers. Okay. I will be of course, with three believers. L's.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm already a believer <laughs> for Justin Bieber, but um I'm looking forward to becoming a believer for Billy. Um, but yeah, let's, let's get, let's get, let's get cracking. Uh, with track number one, which is the lead single, Ginga, Minga, Yo. I have to, I have been pronouncing, or I've been like enunciating that in my head this, the whole time you guys have been talking because I didn't want to like mess that up. I probably still mess it up, but, um, yeah, real quick, this is their, um, I, I tried to do more research so that when I announce these songs, I can give a little bit more, context but this is their um according to genie um this is their jungle beat to a little bass housey type so- single and um yeah i the thing that i'm s- starting to appreciate with billy is how experimental and uh jo- like you know genre pushing they seem to be with their um with their releases because I feel like this is a song or maybe the Billy as a whole it's going to be like 808s and heartbreak with Kanye West where I really liked it at the time but I didn't appreciate it's um I didn't appreciate or I'm not going to appreciate the true masterpiece it is until many years from now and I think uh, this song specifically, I'm not liking it as much as uh, as as or uh, okay. How, how do I phrase this? I am not liking it the way it needs to be liked because I I can see, I can see how like masterful this song is, but I just I'm not there yet. I think, guys. Like I I think I'm trying to understand the group more. And because of that, there there are parts that I do like, but then there are also some parts that feel a little too familiar. Um, it, it, I'm gonna kind of jump around. Um, the song feels like a late third gen, early fourth gen type track. Um, uh, when um, and there there are some parts that kind of feel dated to me, like like I like I've heard it before in other songs, and so. Um, yeah, I. It's weird because I I don't hate it. I don't. There's nothing I not like, but it's just I don't. I I feel bad because I feel like I should like this more than I currently am right now. Maybe I need more time with it. Um, but yeah, Stephen, um, what did what did you think about their single?
2: Yeah, um, I think I I'm like kind of on the same page with you, Chuck, but it. The more I listened to it, the more I liked it. Um, what I took from it and what I think I got from this and learned about the group was that I think Billy just, when they need to, they can just turn on like their energy and they have boundless energy, really, from this song. Um, it, it there, there are a lot of parts, or there are a couple of parts that have just pretty basic rhythms and like melodies like the the pre-chorus and the chorus they're not like the the vocals aren't complex but i love the way they build up into each other like that the pre-chorus it's just like one three one three and then the, the 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 chorus melody is really i think it just mirrors uh something that the an instrument plays and it it's really simple but I think it just works for for what the song is, and like it fits into the the, the sound it has. But um, yeah, I guess I, I like the song. It did take a bit of time for me though to get there.
1: Yeah, because um, for me, if I could quickly bring up the chorus, um, I think that that what instrument is? It's like a like a bouncy synth. Yeah, the the. Like that 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 sound. I don't it just feels like I felt like I was listening to gentlemen by sai Like like I feel I felt like I wanted I just kept it saying in my head, Mother Father, gentleman. Yeah, I, I
2: kept going Don't drop that. Oh. Those are
0: both good references. <laughs> that rhythm. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Yeah, and so I think because something something was happening where I was like, um, we've been listening to all these groups and they've had like iconic sounds and moments. Um, but I, I, I just, I don't think this was a good song. Like Snowy Night was the song for me. But that sound, that again, that's like in my wheelhouse of like, this is clearly going to be a song that I love because it's very beautifully sung and made. Um, but yeah, I think, I feel like this song is—I don't know—it—it. It, there's something about it that I'm like—I understand. I, I'm just—I'm gonna keep saying the same thing. It's just I feel bad uh, because I want to like this song more, um, but maybe Alan Mark, you can help convince me. You can help shed some light into the the true beauty of this song. Unless you also feel the same way, but uh, al Mark, as the the biggest. Uh, Belie- believer out of the three of us what did you think about this song
0: yeah so i think similarly like this one i would describe as a grower uh like i when i first listened to this album, it's like me I, I was oh god <laughs> <laughs> i was uh pretty lukewarm to this song initially um and i really just wanted to get to the b sides like especially those ambition b sides you know um so, but then like, I, I just had this album on repeat um, when I wasn't listening to uh, younglove.com. <laughs> and…
2: <laughs> it ridiculous I, I
1: feel bad <laughs> because when I was listening to this album, I was like, I want to go back to younglove.com. Yeah,
0: but yeah, so when I was listening to that, preparing for our episode, I, this was on repeat. And just the more and more this song went through, I would find myself, when not listening to this song, just in my head… Is be like da da, da 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 da, and I think like and then now I just like absolutely love it. I think this song is a really good strength of Billy's and you know with Mystic Story what they're trying to do with them. It tells the story really well and like and with their lore and with this kind of emotion they're trying to pull. I think um, like it. Both with the sound and visually with the music video, which I'm sure we'll get to more later, uh, it mixes that like light horror with whimsy and like a playful, menacing vibe that I think it comes off with both the sound and how it's performed. Uh, like the melody specifically in the chorus, it like comes off as like uh, creating a new like old sing along like song, uh, like playground kind of nursery rhyme type of song. That's why, but all those old, really old ones are also really creepy, and like in the underlying story of them all. And I feel like this, uh, this song matched with the lyrics do the same thing. Mm. So I think that's a big reason why, like I enjoy like Billy uh, title tracks and what they do with them. Uh, but yeah, I think matching it with like that springy bass bass synth you were talking about as well, um, like with that house like voguing kind of vibe to it. Mm -hmm. Um, was a nice contrast with like the more like playful Oh, like it's not a contrast I think it complements the playfulness really well because it makes it feel very like synthetic almost plasticky like they're like toys in a way so yeah
1: the um, I feel like we don't get to um, talk too much about artists or like you know groups that when they do a concept, they really double down with their their whole package because in a loose sense with K-pop, a concept is just um like it typically it's just like the the, a concept that that they want to tag to like a a release so that they can use it for promotional materials. Um, And then tie it to like the lead single and then like, you know, maybe they'll push the lore or something like that. Um, I feel like the direction Mystic Story is trying to take with Billy is straight up like a full-on complete concept with each of the songs as well. Like we'll talk more about the songs um, individually, but I feel like what I'm missing is the fact that every single song is part of the story. And I think that's where I'm gonna fully appreciate this group down the line once I see more of the story. Um, it's very early on, but even "Snowy Night" is part of the lore. Like the music video is part of, the, like everything. Um, just like Luna, uh, but not even is is for Luna for Lunaverse. Is it mainly the music videos um, where you start seeing a lot of lore, or and then like some of the songs, obviously allude to the, the lore, I guess. Um, but not every song is about the lore, right? That Luna produces. I wouldn't say every song. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, if you just look at the track list for uh, The Village of Purpose. yeah, Perception. Uh, perception, mm-hmm. Perception. Um, even the song titles itself is very con- conceptual and mm-hmm. experiment experimental and even these tracks um, and so um, what you were talking about Alan mark about how um, this song not only lyrics wise tone wise plays to the central theme that they're trying to express uh, with their concept I think that's as I start reading more about the themes and stuff I'm I, I will appreciate this song a lot more um, and so um, yeah I I don't even know where I was going with that, um, but yeah, I I just I I don't know. Um, a lot of the the verses felt like again now I'm going back in time felt like second gen. Um, <laughs> it just felt very chanty, like you know, like the your prototypical four four girl group type songs, where they're just like, hey, na na-na, na 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 like it just, I I I, I just. Didn't find moments in the song where I could be like, okay, that's Billy. Like that is, that is who I'm listening to. Um, like if you didn't tell me this was Billy, I would have probably thought it was a second, like a B side for a second gen group or something. Um,
0: I do think yeah. that the rap, like the the rappers are establishing something that seems a bit different compared to other girl groups, like okay. the way that they deliver uh, specific, like specifically Munsua and uh, Shiyun uh, they do the more shouty raps uh mm. really well and more distinctly where it doesn't sound like more I think uh I was watching the former therapy video on Billy earlier, and he was mentioning like other groups like itsy do a more like chanty cheery type of like mm-hmm. um sort of shout rap sometimes while like this one's more like aggressive, and I describe it a bit more like. Uh, Suva especially like she has a lot of bite behind each of her syllables, which I really like. Yeah. Um, so I think, like, I I know I feel like that part of the sound, at least in the singles, like they they can establish uh, at least feel yeah. like it's established separate from other groups.
2: You're right. Yeah. Uh, like Moon, Moon Sua's verses were a highlight for me on this song, and um, when you were explaining that she was on unpretty rap star
0: mm-hmm.
2: because it it like suddenly made sense because i watched a few episodes of the show of that season and mm. that i remember her and everyone being so surprised at like how good she was for being like 15 and yeah yeah um yeah i remember her and i, I did not know that until or i didn't remember that until you just mentioned it um but yeah, she. I think she's great. And I guess maybe also coming from YG, I feel like that it also like makes sense Ooh. that she would be a good uh, yeah. rapper. Um, yeah, she's just so captivating um, to listen to.
1: Um, before we move on to the music video, guys, do you guys have any call-outs you wanted to point out with this song? Uh
0: I love the bridge section uh, so much. Like when it's everything, like softens the texture. It's like the biggest texture change in the whole song. And Sooyeon does her vocal lines, and then it goes straight into a dance break where we'll talk about it in the music video, which is really cool. And then ends with that like Shiyun like da 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 like all the and the Afro beats are like layering in the background. I mm-hmm. thought that was like such a cool part and it was like a nice like way to get into the resolution of this song, which was the last chorus.
2: Yeah. In that part, yeah, I really liked that section. I, but the last line where the the last words are like, it's okay. And then you hear uh, it kind of trail off as mm-hmm. though like a record stopped and then it's kind of still moving al- Or like, and it's still moving along, uh, but really slowly. Like, I, I, I'd just be curious to hear how it was recorded. <clears throat> just mm. to see where that note went. Because I yeah. I, I would have liked to see where it yeah what what it actually would sound like. Um, yeah. I wonder one if that critique... effect was just like for the story for or this thing
0: Yeah, one critique I do have is that I, at least with these like main singles from EPs, it doesn't do the best job highlighting their vocal talent. Like it's a lot more like dance and rap oriented mm-hmm. than it is like tr- like truly vocal like showing off like the vocal ranges and. Uh, ability but that's what the b-sides are for and they established yeah. that the b-sides are very important so <laughs> all
1: right um where to begin with this music video guys um there do you want to talk about the choreo do you want to talk about the outfits do you want to talk about the lore do you want to talk about this the uh, backdrops the settings where do you oh, guys want to start
2: i actually there's where I want to start is just like at the beginning, you know. Uh but you know how they have those they have those cards, right? Cards, yep. Yeah. So I think only Chuck will get this, but this is supposed to be Lost Ark. T three content, right? <laughs> yes, is. yes, it is. Okay, this is Yeah, you. These are items. These 1, are.
1: These are eleven hundred item level. Oh, okay, uh, they're they're uh, cards. I, okay, like the weapons. Yeah, yeah. These are definitely uh, like the orange tear drop legendary. Yeah. Now yeah, something just yeah. okay. flew totally.
0: over my head. I think it was just what y'all talked
1: about. So. Uh, oh oh sorry. Um not worry uh, about it. Don't worry uh, about it. Don't like, off, these are no, don't, <laughs> need
0: to, don't don't need to explain. We can talk about the These are first. These are first edition sense.
1: Charizard cards. <laughs> there you go. Maybe that's a reference <laughs> Um it is. Uh but yeah, uh yeah, let's Sorry. I just don't <laughs> bring me for a curve. I love it. Um shout out uh Invisca server in Lost Ark. Um okay. So he- this video was heavy on the lore, like from the very beginning to the to the end with um um a giant creature, which we'll talk about. Um, this uh, I want to start. Okay, before we start talking about the lore, maybe we can just sprinkle the lore in between. Yeah,
0: it's a uh, lot. I'll
1: just start. <laughs> I'll just start by saying that I really like this music video. Aside from the song, I. You know, I still like the song, but the music, the visuals, I really, really enjoyed. I thought it was beautifully shot. Um, really great um, close-ups of the lore that they were trying to explain. Really great effects. Um, love that photo booth, fo- a photo booth that opened into like an elevator or, tr- or like a transport. Um, love the design of the cards, which I'm assuming are are they calling cards or the B sides or whatever. Um, I you know I will, I I will become a true fan of this group because of their heavy usage of the phrase B side. And um, Alan Mark, in the in the breakdown r- rundown, did you explain what a B side was?
0: Uh, it is the thing when uh... <laughs> Oh, like the inner self that everyone has inside them. Yeah, and so
1: I thought con- conceptually that's what I loved about this video. It was really um I, I feel like we have this this, you know, reoccurring theme when it comes to music videos and young K pop groups. They're just they're they just love to talk about how they're no longer kids and they're growing into adults now. And um I feel like this video um and the song I guess itself was did did a really good job of like conveying that where there's just like the uncertainty of it all and um and just basically um yeah just basically the the unknowns and then just trying to i guess figure things out figure out what being an adult is like Uh, because there are a lot of shots of like confusion and like self-discovery and um i just felt like it was a just way more interesting of a video because it was it was lore that i could like identify like i could like understand like right off the bat I, I said I wasn't going to talk too much about lore but now I'm just talking about lore um somebody else take the mic for me or the uh the 30 the 30 mics that are surrounding oh. is that Misua? That, was, is there, yeah. that part? Mm. yeah yeah um visually what do you guys think about this uh, video anybody oh.
2: who wants to talk yeah uh I th- yeah it was very like it's very striking uh, a lot of cool scenes um one thing I liked was how they used uh just like their their, their styling and the what they were wearing changed when they went into the new world like um in in just uh, the regular world they, they were in kind of it's more plain looking clothing just white or black uh, mostly and then they got these more colorful outfits uh once they entered that that strange new world so I, I thought that was a nice way of just, Kind of showing the uh, transformation. Um, uh, So uh, yeah, I I love that like that colorful room where they where they're dancing. Just with all that paint like uh, everywhere. I I mean, that was that was really cool. Um, Yeah, visually, there's just there were just very uh, a lot to look at. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I feel like I'm gonna need like a. Uh, a new rock star is breakdown like what they do for all the Marvel shows and the trailers and stuff like frame by frame things you missed because I I would I I need to rewatch this video multiple times to get all the references that they're trying to show there's just so much that they flash in front of you but I'm just like the they they must be pulling putting all their budget on this girl group uh, because it's just there is a lot of effects there's a lot of References to horror flicks. Mm-hmm. Um, we can talk more about that. Um, um, I thought the choreo was great. Like the formations were fun. I love that. I I don't know who was doing it. I think she had blonde hair. But she was doing like this eye… Um, Haruna. This That's eye- Haruna during her part. Yeah. Haruna. Okay, yeah. She was doing this eye pose. And then she kind of like flips her body. And then does mm-hmm. like, uh, like another eye. Mm-hmm. Like the whatever um i don't know it was just it was really cool i i think i liked the song more after i watched the music video mm-hmm. so um almark what did you think there's so much in this yeah thing. there's a lot it's i
0: a, i love how this is filmed it feels like a film which i feel like is pretty consistent i they reference so many films in all their videos which um i think suits them really well uh but yeah, yeah it's just there is so much going on, but all of it's really uh, like so captivating, really. Um, I think one thing that this music video succeeds so much better at than Ring by Ring did is that every member got a chance to like really shine. And I feel like you mm. really, um, you got to have really good moments with each of them and sort of get to know them a bit more just as performers, which I feel like Ring by Ring, you I only really remember like a couple people standing out. But here it's like, everyone had a moment everyone like like i don't know you could really appreciate each of them individually for different reasons um but mostly with how they perform like uh yeah uh like the you mentioned the choreography this is already i mean it's early but so far one of my favorite choreographies to come out of this year mm-hmm. I, I love it uh there is a one shot performance video of this uh Ooh, song which that. it's great because you get to see how much they work with the musicality, like switching from going by the instrumental versus the the, the lyrics and stuff. So um, yeah, it's really, really cool. And I love that for the most part, until the end, everything much done in like practical effects, mm. which is really cool. Um, like with something so fantastical, um, uh, like it, they really could have done a lot of like um, CGI stuff, but for the most part like a lot of it until the last chorus is like is practical effects from when sua gets uh, grabs the microphone and gets pulled up the slide to Haruna falling into her bed and stuff like that I just thought that was really cool and like they really did a good job with this music video it's yeah, i I enjoy watching it every time so yeah yeah
1: um Okay. Any any other standouts to you guys?
0: Um, oh, I mean, st- I already pointed. Out- oh, the styling ahead. is so much better here than in Ring by Ring. Also, mm. uh, yeah, I, I agree. The styling that. is so good. I especially love all of the orange outfits and when they're in that. Oh, I know. The, the brown velour, room. Yeah, the, every, the like they all have individual pants. looks that feel very like, like, like cohesive. Each per- like yeah. it's both cohesive, but also each individual person had their own style, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like we'll go. We'll come back to this video some at some point in the future when we do a, um, I don't know, a, a lore edition of how you can eat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I'm gonna end with one final question. What it was, I was not ready to see the dream Vader oh, at the very yes. end. Oh. And I, I really want to get like a little plush of that. (laughs) The dream bater. What what did you guys? Yeah. What is? What what is? Just, just you don't have to explain too much. But what are your thoughts about
2: the dream bater? Dream bater. Yeah, I really had no idea what was was, that was. Um, I, I would love to see what just what they were told to do at that moment, (laughs) (laughs) like. (laughs) <laughs> is is it a was it a person or I don't know. I hope
1: it was. I hope it was Mark Ruffalo trying to be pretend to be. Oh no, uh, I think it's too big. The, the yeah, whole, yeah, <laughs> two, You're right. Yeah. Oh, um, um. But it wasn't until I saw that because I, I I didn't really watch Ring by Ring until after I saw uh, this video. Um. It, but it wasn't until that moment where I realized, oh, this is a weird group. Yep. Oh. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> there was there was a lot I'm missing with this. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I went back and I was like, "Oh, I, I know, like lore alone. I love this group. So you, you, you know, you guys know how much I love lore. So if you have, if you take the time to build out your universe, you can put out whatever you can put out garbage songs, and I'll still like you. So <laughs> not that Bi- Billy's garbage, oh. but I'm saying the bar is low. If you have lo- low uh, lore, I, yeah.
2: I think I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're like so wait do you need do you need like no lore is that what I you're I am saying? perfectly
2: fine with no lore
1: yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, Um, you, yeah. that makes sense yeah because K-pop it's about the music <laughs> yeah alright Um. okay let's oh, move on guys wait, no we
0: oh, we go. were remiss if we don't mention Tsuki with yeah, her little yeah. split
2: yeah yeah. Uh, the oh little, like, yes! Spi- uh,
0: split to spin on the knees, and then the little scorpion lift. Like yeah, she is so a cool. freaking Forgot. performer, dude. And then she even uh, just last week there was the fan cam of her performing this song, and uh, it went viral because her facial expressions were just oh yes, ever changing. Yeah. Yeah. She's incredible. Uh, like the the performance of the full group performance, it's like. 200 something k thousand views. Her individual fan cam alone has 1 million as of today. Oh so, beautiful. Yeah. And, anyway, and great
1: great styling choice on her and also I I I'm assuming it's um she was doing she had the like the the pigtails and the pigtails and the pigtails yeah. and the, the,
0: the dress and yeah and like the baby dollish type dress yeah but mm-hmm. the cool with the, the big sleeves yeah it's really oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. But like even though she got like so much attention, deserved attention for that performance. Like everyone in this group has really good like facial expressions when they perform. It's like every like no matter who you look at, it, you're going to be captivated by the performance, and, and that's a big reason why I really enjoyed this group
2: too. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna move on now to uh, track number two, uh, which is called "A Tilda, is that the mm-hmm. symbol? Yeah, Tilda Anonymous. Um, and before before Stephen, you start our conversation, um, I just wanted to drop the note that I really appreciate how experimental this group is right out the gate and um, and I, I feel like they 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 it's gonna be, I mean they're gonna need, like you're saying Alan Mark, I, they're gonna need, all the ways they can like ca- uh, capitalize on to kind of get the the fans and uh, mass. Um, but for me, it's just like I, I I don't I want them to still have this experimental this this weirdness like this strangeness to them um, uh, because I I don't know I just I I'm always for groups that just break the norm so. Um, okay so Steven what did you think
2: of the
1: second track
2: Yeah um okay I really like this song I have to say it I didn't know the meaning of the their name so I really appreciate hearing that today because I this song kicks off uh, a set of some pretty incredible B sides and I think I think Assign Anonymous is my favorite song on this album I, it's hard for me to pick after because I only gave this like a few days of like a more serious listen but i i i'll just say that this one's my favorite right now um i i Fair. think it's um it's like a lot more what I like compared to the 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 single uh it it felt like uh, kind of a red velvet song and at times it also felt like some there were some luna songs that i think could sound like this too mm-hmm. um so i i just i loved just from the start the the intro chords and the the keys that they chose to play them they it was just a perfect fit um i thought th- vocally this was really strong too specifically haram in the chorus and then uh sean in the second verse who sounds super smooth and like she just sounds so cool in that second verse. Um, yeah, um, this song also has some like bouncy synth and keys, like the, the title track did. But I, I like the the fills and variations that they play throughout. It, 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 I think, yeah, it's kind of it's not even like too complex of a song. But I think that's really just why I like it too. That's those are the kinds of songs I enjoy the most. Just really solid. With nice melodies and yeah I, I just love this one
0: yeah it's LMR. funny you mentioned uh the Red Velvet thing because I wrote down this is <laughs> like I think this is the most Red Velvet song not performed by Red Velvet that I've ever heard <laughs> oh just
1: just in general and
0: yeah it sounds like something that could have been yeah. easily off of like their Reva Festival series or even further back on like the Russian Roulette album or even before. Like, it, it can fit in any Red Velvet era. Mm. Uh, so that's why, it, yeah, it sounds like something they, they could have performed, like, uh, melodically, it sounds like uh, something they could have done as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, this song kicks off a string of three songs pro- produced by Magician. So one of three. Uh, as well as Mayu Wakisaka, also was a co-writer on this one. So really interesting, really cool. Um, I like that you know they have their more experimental or like non, like like yeah more experimental songs. But it's nice that they have these more palatable songs as well to mm-hmm. uh, contrast them because um, I feel like it makes the it helps push the like, more experimental songs like even further as like sounding different. But then it's not like these aren't interesting too. Like there's still some really cool like crunchy chords that go on. There's some cool chromaticisms in the transitions too. So um, like even though it is more palatable, it is still very like well written, very interesting sounding songs, which I really appreciate. Um, And I'm glad that I mentioned with the whole like uh, the singles are more like rap oriented and don't show as much uh, vocal. Like here, we finally get to hear Suya and Haram show off a lot more of their talent, their range, and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's why I'm like thankful for, like, when they do this kind of sound as well. Um, so, I, I like the different mixes and stuff. So, but this is a strong way to start off that this run.
1: Ah. Uh... Even I, I want to also say this is my favorite song. Um, I was gonna talk about this if we had a potluck. This was gonna be my oh. pick for mm-hmm. the potluck. But as I started learning more about Billy and all that stuff, I think it still is. But I don't know. Track number four is kind of cr- slowly mm-hmm. taking over. Just a track four. Just a track
0: four. Tra- okay, uh, track okay. Just say, say, just say track four. You know what, <laughs> track
1: four is my favorite song. And I wonder who's uh, who else likes the track four. Is it, uh, yeah, I don't know. Is it your brother, Dennis? Okay. Um, <laughs> the people know your brother's name. Right. It's not new information, guys. Not you guys, the audience, that is. Okay, so this is the alternative jazz with the broken beat song. Um and I thought the synth was great. The the is that what we're calling crunchy? That crunchy is that the sound?
0: Oh, I um, I, I use crunchy to uh describe specific chords. Mostly like jazz oh, chords yeah, yeah. that have like sevenths like, or like you know, yeah. diminished stuff right. in there like yeah, not mm, your love, basic like three dims. notes. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, I I'm trying to figure out what else to add. Um I, I, I agree wholeheartedly with what you said, Alan Mark about how this the palatable uh, song because this this sounds like um, a, a more uh, this sounds like a more contemporary style, um, but there's still parts of it that still feel, you know intentionally different. like they they could have went with you know the same sense, the same. Um, you know, other instruments to layer on, but there's just a part of it that um, when Red Velvet was coming out with these tracks felt futuristic, revolutionary. Um, and in the same vein, this also feels familiar, but also pushing the needle forward and everything. So I really appreciate that. Um, uh, and so I really like the song. It's my second uh, because Alan Mark told me it was. <laughs> Um, but I will say, because I always have to throw a video game reference every time I talk about Ooh. K-pop, uh, this is a very much, uh, reminds me of the Casino Zone in Sonic the Hedgehog. I knew it was going to be Sonic. a Sonic. <laughs> Sonic. <laughs> Duh, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. It has to be Sonic. That's going to be my, my running gag. Another running gag of um, K-pop. But also, it feels like it could be... Uh, it, it it's like if you ask like a composer for like a Final Fantasy RPG or something like uh. that, and like it's like the characters are like heading into like the the main seedy part of the town where there's all this gambling. That the you ask the composer, it's like quick, make some like jazzy, uh, synthy sounding thing. This this song is what they would you know <laughs> bring out. For, this is like,
0: where you bet on chocobo races.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um but yes, uh my last note will be I love that chorus. I love I, I love the way the the notes kind of run the the like the, that part where it's like, like it just jumps all over the place and I just love the way I love the way that run happens um, that's my final note okay mm. goodbye
0: oh i i will say there's no rapping on the song also so it shows that <coughs> moon <Mun-sua>, Chi <coughs> chiyun Can't and it sean all. no <coughs> yeah uh, also no, really I'm, I'm good vocalist too so that's like that's also very impressive like
1: they were, we're rapping the synths that's the, yes that's that them.
2: the crunchy sound <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yeah
1: i forgot why did why does she need 30 microphones i just don't understand she just needs one microphone.
0: I mean, she got pulled into it. She was, I don't know if that was... Mm, that's true. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know if she planned it. That's just a lot of my, that's microphones that we need for our recordings. Um, okay, do you guys have any other uh, fun notes about the song?
2: Um, just a couple things about the pre-chorus. Yes. I like they Well, I some instrument things here I, that I really liked were... Uh, I felt like the sound... It kind of opened up here because... They switch to this more like dull kick drum, and then uh, I like. Then they then they bring back the one that they use for the rest of the song. But then you also hear this kind of quiet, like kind of chopped up sax melody playing in the back, and that was really cool. Um, so yeah, I, I yeah I really like the pre chorus too. Nice.
1: All right. Um we are going to take a quick break everyone uh, to catch a breath uh there was a lot of a lot of lore we can we can really stretch out a five track album can we guys um so we're going to take a quick break maybe go to the peace side i don't know but uh, when we come back uh, we'll have a game brought to you by me and we'll talk about the final three songs of the collective soul and unconscious chapter one see you then All right, welcome back to the B side. As you already know, we like to play a game when we come back from break, and this week's game is brought to you by me. So take it away, me. Thanks, me. All right, so in in theme in to be on theme on brand. Sorry, with this you know very uh, you know lory conceptual horror type. Uh, I don't know background, whatever. Um, I thought it'd be fun to do, I don't know exactly the name of the game, but they do it a lot with, um, with the, the podcast, ask me another, um, with a lot of other trivia shows. And so I thought I'd kind of play a similar game for you guys. And so it's going to be, I don't have a name for it yet, but I will figure it out. Let's just say, uh, let's call it in bang. That's what it's called. I think that's what it, or no, let's call it portmanteau. Nope. I don't know. Something. Something like that. I'd help Um, you out, but I
0: don't know what the game is yet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Don't worry. Maybe at the end of the game, we can come up with the name of the game. Make sure it has an L Um, in it, though, so it can
2: have three L's. Yeah, yeah. I'll
1: I'll have three L's. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm going to ask you... I'm going to give you guys a clue, and you guys have to give me an answer. Um, So I'll tell you how the I will tell you what the clues are, and then the form of the answer. Okay, here is an example of how this game works. So, um, if I if I told you, um, what? Okay, okay. H- how about this? All of these, all of the answers are horror slash suspenseful movies because in the um, in the uh, Gingaminga Yo video, there was a lot of fun references to some of these movies, uh, these types of movies, and so I thought maybe I can do like a fun, fun game where I give like uh, I combine K-pop and the movie titles. So here's the example. <laughs> um, uh, I didn't phrase this properly, but if what what would what would you call it if you combined a Blackpink and Selena Gomez song with Ghostface? Your answer, of course, would be I scream. Okay.
0: Oh, that Ghostface.
1: That, that Ghostface. Like, yeah, yeah. Ow. I was Cream. like, not Ghostface Killer. killer? killer. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 not Ghostface. Sorry, sorry. Ghostface.
0: Okay. I, I, like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you're gonna need to kind of know horror films, and I'll How give you guys some more hints if you need it. But but that's basically the basic. That's the concept. You take okay. the K-pop and you combine it with the the horror slash suspenseful, and that's your answer. Okay. Okay. It's a lot okay. simpler than you think it is. Um, but it's just fun anyway to kind of come up with these things. Is this a buzzer okay.
0: game or is this- No. 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 I'm gonna go. I have an oh, odd take- number of questions. Okay. So.
1: So, um, I I can do a. Basically, I'm just gonna go. Oh. I, I'm gonna alternate. So. Okay. Uh, okay. whoever wants to go first, oh I guess. My. Actually, let me. I'll flip this uh, lens cap and the so The logo. <laughs> yeah. the, lo- the logo is heads. <laughs> the logo is heads. The back is tails. So. Um, uh. Steven, because you were a winner last week, I'll let you call it.
2: I'll do Tail. Okay. Oh, in the, in the, oh, yeah. Oh, in the yeah, air. Okay. In, the, in the air.
1: Okay, ready? Call it. Tails. It's heads. Oh, no. All right. Um, so, Alan Mark, you get to choose. Do you want to go first or second?
0: I'll go second.
1: Okay. All
0: right. Very good.
1: All right. Let's play good. this game, this unnamed game. I probably should have recorded that for the explanation, but that's okay. Can you hear that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: Okay. Nice. I
1: can't wait for their comeback. Steven. Your. Oh, that might be too loud. That's good. That's
0: fine. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) They're never too loud. Sue is my bias. (laughs) They're never too loud. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Steven. (laughs)
1: Clue number one. This red velvet song had an infamous black and white shower scene.
2: Okay. So, do I just say Just say, just say that's correct. Okay, the, okay, okay. Cool, that's cool, correct. I, <laughs> get, okay. I get this game now, okay.
1: <laughs> okay. That's correct. Okay, okay, okay. Some of it. Some of it will be, you have to actually combine them, but I was combining the song Psycho with the movie Psycho. Got it. That's correct. Okay.
0: I think
1: that was a gimme. Oh, no. I should have gone first. That was a gimme. (laughs) All right. Alamark, your clue is, j Bum is anger. Jin Young is pride. Jackson is lust. Mark is sloth. Young Jay is gluttony, Bam Bam is greed, and Young, Young Yum is envy. This
0: is God oh. Seven, right?
1: That's correct. It's just God seven. It is God Seven. The God Seven group with the movie Seven, the infamous scene What's in the Box? That's correct.
2: Alright. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm not gonna uh, know whether to I say love, just the movie or <laughs> yeah, or something else. I love yeah, that
0: yeah, band, so band ended up being greed. That was funny.
2: <laughs> okay. What was Jackson?
1: <laughs> Jackson is lust. Okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: That's great.
1: Okay. Alright. Steven, mm-hmm. your your clue is don't say this 2020 Beckyon song three times in front of a mirror. 20... If you don't, if you don't, um, if you don't get it right, Alan Mark has a chance to steal.
0: What, dude? Twenty? Oh no!
1: I... Three times in front of a mirror.
2: Did he have a song called Bloody Mary? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Okay. Ooh. All right. That is not correct. Um, Alamar, can you steal? Uh, I
0: think I can because this is Candy Man. Oh, god! <laughs> that is correct. It is Candy Man. <clears throat>
1: that is the answer. Twenty twenty. Becky Candy. That's right. All right. I'm so sorry, Stephen. Okay. Alamark, here okay. is here is your um <laughs> here is your sorry, I just uh, when I thought of this I, I started laughing. Alright, here He's is your bad. clue. Here's Jong
0: Yun <laughs> oh My God, it's the movie that they reference in Gingo Mingayo. Ah uh.
2: Wait,
0: wait, okay. Oh. Wait. Why can't I figure (laughs) out the song? Why can't I figure out the song? Uh... Wait. Oh, wait. Oh. (laughs) It's not a song. Is
2: it just Steven? (laughs) <laughs> is it just the shiny uh. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> that is correct the answer is the shiny <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> okay Um. I think there's nine so I think oh, Alan Mark just needs two more to win
0: oh
2: man
1: <laughs> okay Steven, here is your next clue. The power of this nine member group boy group compels you.
2: Yeah. Exooris. Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. The answer is the exorcist. It's a power <laughs> of Kai <laughs> Compe- <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <Of laughs> that- Kai.
1: <laughs> I I Okay. Oh, that's good. All right, still in it. All right, Almark. This is kind of perfect. Why? For you. It's good. That's a big clue. All right, your clue is: Summer camp was never the same after this thirteen boy group. Mem- <laughs> this thirteen-member boy group attended it. Summer camp was never the same, after this 13-member boy group attended it.
0: Wait, how do I... Ah, how do I... Uh, Wait. No, that's... Oh, wait, is it... What? What? I can't figure out... The movie.
1: <laughs> like, it, it's a lot simpler than. Is it.
0: what? Uh, I, I think I I'm mixing up my movies. I, is it Friday the 17th? That's correct. Wow. It is. Okay. The answer
1: is Friday the 17th. 17th instead of the 13th. Oh, yes. I was
0: mixing up movies.
2: Okay. <laughs>
1: All right. Oh, I'm sorry, Stephen. You're either gonna know this, or you're not gonna know this.
0: I mean, what other options are there? <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, that's true. It's either this or that. Okay, Stephen. Your next clue is: this song by Lee Su Hyun was all about explorers trapped in space. Lee Soo Hyun Lee Hmm
2: Okay Uh Alien
1: That is correct It is <coughs> Alien Very good I forgot good. about
2: that song Yeah oh, That very, song you know, last good. year right? I think. Mm-hmm.
1: I think or it's 2020 2020 Yeah <clears throat> very good very good all right alamark if you get this you win the game okay (laughs) your clue is this disbanded jyp girl group is obsessed with victorian romance novels To the point where they will tie anybody to the bed that tries to change the story.
0: Oh, I don't know what this movie is. Uh. Yeah, I'm gonna have to pass on this one. I don't know what movie this is.
1: Oh no. I can't forget the movie. Okay, I won't give more clues than that until, unless, Hmm. unless Stephen doesn't get it as well, and then I'll give you a clue element. We'll go back and forth until one of you gets it. Stephen, do you Uh, know? I'll say it again. This disbanded JYP girl group is obsessed with Victorian romance novels to the point where they will tie anybody to the bed that tries to change the story might be a while since you've seen this movie. i
2: don't think i know this one yeah
1: i <sighs> i don't know it that's okay uh should i should i just tell you the answer you should I you have try one more to get clue it? yeah I don't
0: clue. um i might have
1: something on it it takes place in a cabin the movie That's your clue, Alan, Mark, and then I'll give one more clue to Steven.
0: I'm just looking at these group names are wrote down. I'm like, what movies go along with?
2: This? <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: You can pass again if you want.
0: Yeah, I think I'll have to pass.
1: OK. Steven, uh what clue can I give you? Um let's see. Um, um the okay, here here's a clue. The one of the most infamous weapons in this movie is a hammer and it was struck and and someone's feet was struck with it oh if you can if you pass i'll just skip the question i think i will have to pass again i okay i don't know the answer was miss a misery oh misery
0: misery.
1: <laughs> misery
0: never seen it but that's okay yeah i am familiar with the title of the film. <laughs> Is that uh, um,
1: that, uh yep any will Wilk- Wilkes? Wilkes? Any Wilkes there? Oh, you the go. Kathy
0: Bates one. Okay. Yeah.
1: Kathy Bates role ties the, the author oh, of yeah. her favorite series. Oh. Obsessive fan. Miss, Miss A. Reed. I'm just Miss mad A-ry. that
0: I missed the Miss A one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Um, I only have one more question. Um, should I do a winner take all kind of thing or no? Because right now, one, hard. two, three, one, two, three, four. Right oh. now, Steven could tie. Is yeah, could oh, tie. Okay. Give it
0: to yeah, Steven. Yeah, give it. Let's uh, get you the chance to tie. Ooh, okay, <laughs> I forced. Okay, I don't, the have, t- time, I don't so. have a
1: don't have a tiebreaker though. So then we'll figure I'll it like out. Fig- okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. All right, Steven. Yes. Here is your clue. Someone wise told me it's better to have a dollar than a penny.
2: Oh, Oh, this is a a hard clue. (laughs) Better to have a is it (laughs) see? Oh. <laughs> oh, I got p- it! <laughs>
0: that is correct. Oh. It is itsy.
1: So your clue was oh, Pennywise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: Pennywise. Yep. That's clutter. someone wise. That one's clever. <clears throat> dollar, dollar.
1: Okay. Whew. Now you guys are tied, and I was not expecting this. So I don't. Um, so you did not I'll, expect I will either of to
0: forget the film Misery. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, okay. Um, so I will make it very easy. The first, um, let's see. Okay, <clears throat> uh, Robbie. um, okay, got it. There, clearly, The Shining was a reference in the Ginga Minga Yo! music video. The first person to shout another movie reference from that music video wins the game. First person. I have a list. I have a full list in front of me right now. Uh. Any movie that was referenced.
0: I'm not 100% sure if it was, but Sixth Sense?
1: No, that's not that's not correct. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't catch any other ones, so... Okay, first one to find the reference. Okay. As- aside from The Shining. Just go ahead and scrub the video right now.
2: Uh... Um. Let's see <laughs> can add
0: places with me
2: oh uh what oh 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 boy um <laughs> mm-hmm. The shining reference, yeah, that's it. (laughs) I thought again. Yeah, uh, hmm,
0: Uh, it's not blur. Uh, hmm? the ring, nope, not the ring. Okay, the TV thing is not a rig. Yeah. Um, it's a reference,
1: but it's not the ring. Poltergeist. You got it. Okay. Oh. Alan Mark, you are now the winner of this <laughs> week's game. That's correct. Uh some of the references was Videodrome, don't. Nightmare on Elm Street. That makes sense. There was sense. a ah. Yeah. Um apparently there's a little Coraline and Grand Budapest Hotel in there. I don't even think those are horror movies, but Oh um and there's a there's um I don't know if you got <laughs> maybe you have it I'm pretty sure you have it uh there's a movie called Videodrome and the reference was like the the long dark black hallway as a very oh, um, yeah oh, I was trying yeah. to figure out what that was hmm yeah all right. all right all right guys well thank you for playing this game that I just came up with. Great. That's An fine. hour before the recording. Great. <laughs> Miss Avery. Miss, Aerie. What we're gonna end Miss oh Aerie. Boy. <laughs> what a stretch. Okay. Let's move on now, guys, to the final three tracks of the album. Uh, starting with you, Alan Mark, uh, why don't you talk about track number three entitled Overlap, parentheses one, forward slash one.
0: Close breaths, um,
1: What did you think about this
0: song? Um, I told you to choose track number four as a favorite song. Because track three is my favorite oh, song. No why. way! I, I wanted to… A one, two, I three, wanted to two, three, four. Yeah, uh, but Yeah. But no, I, I I, think after all the listens that I had on this album, this one ended up being my favorite because it stuck out the most to me. I think it's so interesting… Um, and I think it's like a nice mix of both, like that, like contemporary R&B sound with the more like experimental stuff that they do. Um, I like I love the buildup in this song. I like that it starts off really empty, um, like that, just a couple instruments, and then it kicks in finally uh, with the halftime. It starts off like the rhythm comes in in halftime in the pre-chorus, and then every. Culminating to that really like fully robust uh, chorus that's really, really cool too. Um, yeah, so like I love the build up. The melody is really cool and really interesting. Um, and I love the, how the, I love the pacing on this song particularly. Uh, I feel like the double, the, not the double, the halftime is used really well in the pre choruses. And then again in the last chorus, they bring it again, which I thought was really cool. Because it gave a little bit of like a texture change, kind of, because the synths still stayed, but it was the drums that went to halftime, and I thought that was a really cool effect, where it still felt very like driving the flow of the song, but still changing it up in a really interesting way. So, uh, yeah, but I mean, it's just cool. I love this song. It's cool and very lore filled, but yeah, yeah.
1: Um. Well, now this is my favorite. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, yeah. Where do I go? Where do I start? Uh. Okay. So this is this is the alternative R and B song. Um. I loved. There were many elements that I really enjoyed from this song. Um. I loved how. Um. I think it was the chorus or just the whole song felt like it was always just falling down in a way mm. like with the the scales um, and I, I just it it felt it felt um, not clumsy but it just kind of felt it gave me that sensation of just like moving forward and downward, which is what you do when you fall obviously um, And I thought it was so interesting. Um, I loved how it was like invoking very um, very like early, Early two thousands R and B for me, especially with some of the um, um, some of the lines that they were talking to, or some of the lines that they were singing, uh, especially in the chorus, the um, the part that's like na 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 like that part, um, very much felt like you're 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 very talented, like three to four girl group type um r&b tracks um which i really enjoyed and some of the tones i guess some of the instruments uh um yeah some of the instruments it, it felt like i was writing a merry-go-round also oh. like with mm. some of the chimes that were happening and um I think maybe that's where that sensation of falling down also applied because maybe I was like on one of those horses and going up and down and up and down. And so like I was definitely writing the song um, throughout the whole thing. And I, I, yeah, I I also thought this was, um, this is not, I feel bad. It's not second and I feel like it should be because of Battle Marks. No, stay with <laughs> your... your
0: instant stay with what you want to do. <sighs> even though instinct. I told you this to choose my, the fourth one.
1: This is my third. My third. I just... I feel so conflicted because I, I only chose Moon Palace because I thought you chose Moon Palace. <laughs> my, my, real fa- my real favorite song is uh, E-I-E-I-O. I mean, sorry. Ginga Minga Yo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, we're talking about gdw uh, again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yes. Um, but yeah. Uh, and... Fun fact: This is apparently, if we're talking about lore, this is based off the <laughs> the book "What We Talk About When We Talk About Love" by Raymond Carver. So this one,
2: this yeah. song oh. is
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, I mean, she, it, it was based off that book. Apparently, This song, the, the, baby the lyrics. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, because
2: that's a short story. Is, it, is that? It's either a short the story collection, of short collection or yep. yeah. A collection of short stories, yes. Uh, wow, I mm-hmm. uh, thought that's almost uh, that's very that interesting. The, like th-
1: this is now the first for you. Um, okay, as you ex- <laughs> as you believe. explain, um, Stephen, I will I will pull quotes from the explanation. Okay, the, uh, yeah.
2: Um, I I mean, just I, I don't have too much to add. I do want to talk about the the halftime a little bit too because i really liked the usage of it in the song and i liked how there was still a lot of like percussion in those sections so it it had some liveliness to it um that where you can it like sometimes half time like the drums just drop out and it's just like a kick and then the snare but here you you still heard a lot of sound so i liked that a lot and then that gave, went into the the even livelier chorus with a really fun uh production. Um other than that, I I think, yeah, uh that they mixed the drum patterns throughout. It was really cool. Uh again, Haram sounded great in the bridge. That's where I thought she sounded mm. like really I good. That. Yeah. Oh sorry. Um and also in the pre chorus, I love I guess it's I this it seems to be part of what they do like I really like the line uh, where they say, Billy, I know you. And like, mm-hmm. they said their names as well in uh, the title track. So yeah, I, I, it's, it just, it was a cool line to me. Um, I don't remember exactly what it, what the song was about, but uh, yeah, I, I just like that they're continuing this thing of, they're, they're talking about themselves and like, also the number 11's coming up. I'm like, it's, it's, there's a little… Yeah, I like that they're continuing their lore too. In a, in a very good song. All right. From,
1: from a Genie article.
2: Um, like I
1: said, it was inspired by the book. What we talk about when you talk about love. Um, and when time and space are relative to our personal pace… You're always busy, but I'm always slow here. So maybe that's what the half, time, like some of the halftime moments, are supposed to allude to. That's cool. Um, different speeds of of people living their lives. Uh, our time flows differently. Are you spending more time than me? And my watch always seems to go slow. If you fold your space and mine in half, will our time be the same? So Ooh. maybe that's. Maybe some of the uh, choices for this song are intentional to kind of not only go along lyrically, but just the sensation you get, I guess, when maybe some parts feel fast, some parts feel slow. I don't know.
0: Oh, I love um, That actually ties specifically to Haram's part in the bridge because that her line is uh, translated, just taking it from this color coded lyric on YouTube. Uh, page folded in half the moment we meet. We'll meet each other at last, and then we'll fold the same. Like that's that's cool. Yeah, and that's the part where I know. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite melodic part in this whole album, yeah. I think.
1: <laughs> wow, um, that's that's all I got for overlap. It's do you have anything more to say, Almar? It's your favorite song. <laughs> uh
0: Besides that, how much I love it? No, uh, oh, the harmonies—they're just really really cool vocal layering throughout this entire song too. Uh, so, yeah. I know, this whole song is just an entire like chef's kiss. It's so good. Uh, all right. Oh, and another, it's a, another Minjishin with Teresia Svensson and Matilda Fromgard. I'm assuming those two wrote the song initially and then Minjishin probably like produced and rearranged it to fit uh, Billy. So... Mm.
1: Nice. All right. Um, let's move on, guys, to track number four, which is which has been slowly inching its way to being my favorite song, and Alamar convinced me <laughs> that it is. And um, the reason why I think it is is because I love how trip hoppy it feels. Um, there's a lot of like trap going on. Trap percussion going in the background but then at the same time you still have the very spacey sounding synth going on in the background the song starts off with this very melodically cutesy music box uh, I don't even think it's a sample it's, it's them trying to play it um, but then very much goes right into it and uh goes hard um, uh, sorry it goes hard with just the um, with all the instruments, especially at halfway through the first verse. And I think I heard like some phone phone tones as well. I love a good phone tone. Um as a sample. But for me, I thought this one just felt I felt very like free when I was listening to the song. And maybe it's because I was looking at the title of the song as well, but it just kind of it was very easy to For me to just float with the song. And uh, I just felt like I was just being transported seamlessly between sections. Um, And like I would hear each layer of the arrangement like one at a time, but also at the same time at the same, if that makes sense. I don't know. I don't know. This one just sonically just felt, felt like something new. Um, something that I like more so than a sign anonymous like this one felt very futuristic to me and I, I think I, that's why I really enjoyed it because um, it was something different uh, Steven there was a lot going on in the song uh, but were there parts that you enjoyed were there parts that you were like eh could have done with that what did you think about it
2: no I, no, I really like this song too uh, and it's it's uh, kind of a short song I'm um, I wasn't sure if I like needed it to be longer, or I think it would it would have been good if either way, like if they added uh, I don't know a third verse or something. But I think it's still really good as as is. Um, so I feel like it, it it has a similar like instrumental soundscape as the other two songs. So it it, it still feels like uh, it's that their sound in these three songs is like very cohesive. And that was a really, just a a really strong part of why I like uh, this this album. Um, I think this song had my favorite chorus uh, melody on the album. And I also liked how the last line of the pre-chorus, it kind of runs into the chorus too. Um, So that was really nice. And yeah, I also got that feeling of like floating that you were mentioning, especially in the the first verse, It was just really airy and like they gave some time between the the chords. So that was that was really cool. Um, but yeah, again, I think just, yeah, these three middle songs were so good. Um, yeah,
1: I agree. Um, Alan Mark, uh, why did you betray me?
0: <laughs> because it's fun. <laughs> yeah, th- true I mean no, another another great great song also pro- the, the last of the trio produced by Min-Gishin, uh with writers Farida Benonis and Rasmus Talog um, yeah it's so cool I like I like the vibe it's like a nice mix of a lullaby as with a song that would be featured on like Sailor Moon or something <laughs> uh, yeah and Hannah, I think it feels very—I mean, of course, it's called Moon Palace, but it feels very dreamlike. Uh, like if you like playing Animal Crossing, and then you got the update where you go into the dream, <laughs> like when you go in bed oh, and man. then you dream and stuff like that. I feel like that's like that's where I imagine you are. So a little bit of like weightlessness, but also like like you're not really grounded in anything, which is really cool. Um, yeah, also. Steven mentioned the melody I think this is the most interesting melody in the throughout the album it's really really cool um, and yeah another like great vocal performance from the team it's um, mixing like like more legato notes like uh in the pre chorus but also the was really cool and love those moments
1: I I've got to believe that this is related to the single of perception, right? Like ring, ring, ring X ring. ring. Like this has got to be somewhat related because there's a lot of, there's a line if I am looking at it again, but there's a line, something like in the chorus, like ring, 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 something like that. Um, it's gotta be related somehow. Um, Yeah, I'm sure. Again, I'm sure it is like lore wise, but, but, um, and there's I, the I,
0: sample I, of the phone call and the voice in the background as well.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's got to be. It's it sounds like ring, ring by ring. Is that how you yeah. say it? Ring mm-hmm. X ring. So. Yeah. Anyway, I I'm I'm gonna need to come back um, and give my proper thoughts lore wise because I feel like like I said from the beginning I will appreciate all of these songs way more and the geniusness of it. Um, but yeah. Uh I that's all I got for Moon Palace. Are we ready to believe, guys? To become believers? Okay. Steven, you get to you get to end our discussion of this album. Yeah. Do you believe in this song?
2: Yeah, I, I do. It's a nice uh closing song. And it is for the fans like the the believers or uh, i feel i think i saw the the name is just believe with some interesting punctuation um but uh i what i really liked about this was i th- i think what the the tone it had for a fan song um it while it did have some like gratitude for the fans who've already started supporting them i really like that it was more forward-looking and about here's what we can do like together and what we will like our hopes and and dreams for what we want to achieve I, I think we have a lot of these hopeful songs but sometimes the fan songs they're, they're always just they're like thanks for being there all these all this time before a new group I like that it was they're they taking that uh the time to say like we're, we're gonna be here we're gonna we we have these big dreams, and uh, I I did the the members write the lyrics for the song. All of them are
0: credited for yeah. Artist, so yeah.
2: yeah, I think that's that's really cool. Um, the the song it it has a really pretty melody. It's very it's a bit sentimental too, which is cool. All right, it's just nice, and um, yeah, the production it I guess it felt a little simplistic compared to some of the other songs, but I don't think that took away from it. Uh, it's just... Um, it wasn't quite as interesting overall, but uh, I still thought it was a really pleasant song and uh, a nice gift for, for all the fans.
1: Alan Mark, what'd you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot uh, that extrapolates further from what Steven just said. It does feel like another, like, cliche fan song. Um, like sonically like the melodies are go in places where you kind of expect them to go stuff like that um, but I mean it's still like one I really would enjoy listening to um, like I don't think I'd put it like in a playlist but I definitely would like would not skip it when I'm listening to just the album itself so um, yeah and this one produced by Collapsed mm-hmm. One and Justin Reinstein which doesn't feel hey. as uh, retro-y like <laughs> 70s, 80s inspired,
2: yeah. or, like funk inspired that we're used to, but uh, but I mean here they are. Yeah, they they have that that mood down though of like uplifting. Mm. Oh, like uplifting, thing. yes,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, again, like everyone has been saying already, I don't have too much to add as well. It's it's um, I, I did um, I did feel very uplifted with this ballad, so. Uh, if I was a believer now, I would very much appreciate this song. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I, I feel like it would be, it would, it sounds in a tinge, very top 40-esque, just, sort of just the chorus, I think. Um, not the verses, but I, I could just picture certain Western artists just singing this song, um, and just including it in like their their pop album. It it sounds very poppy to me, mm-hmm. which, is, which is probably what they were going for. Um, but yeah, it's uh it's not a bad way to end this album. It's 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 definitely definitely a good song, just not just not in my opinion one that I need to go back to so soon. So. Okay. Guys, we did it. We talked about five songs for two hours. Then again, I'll cut out a lot of the Miss A talk. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Miss A Ree, uh, I'll just cut it, cut that whole question out. <laughs> no, it's fun. It's All fun to right, see us. <laughs> 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 min Min Say Re. Um, but it's gonna be last call now, guys. Uh, restaurants closing. So I would love to hear your thoughts about this album as a whole. Billy as a whole, and where do you think their future? Um, what, what's what what's in store for them for their future? Um, I'll I'll end with you, Alan Mark, because you started as the biggest one, and you have you will exit as an even bigger <laughs> fan, I believe, after this discussion. So, uh, Stephen, uh, if you could do me the uh, honors of starting yeah. first,
2: yeah, I just really enjoyed this mini album. It's like the, the the songs are just so good, and I I don't know I don't have too much to say I, I and having good songs coupled with like uh, a universe that they are building is is cool. Um, I think I, I'm glad like with Stacy and uh, and with Billy like these are kind of new groups that are seeing like kind of early success which is really nice and they're not from these these really big companies so um I think I'm I, it's good to see because it means you can expect to see them again soon and uh, this feels like a like it feels like they're gonna be coming out with a lot of things like I don't know they came out with that second soundtrack that I only saw when I opened up Spotify and I saw like the second album there that um, that just had like these straight up jazz tracks and I was like it, it, they are building something very interesting and um, of course I, I will be fascinated to see what it is um, but just as like a, a standalone album it's just very good.
1: Oh yeah. Imagine if I listened to the soundtrack and not the the, the soundtrack and not this one. I was like, all right, track number 10, guys. Assigned, Overture to to Billy Reprise.
2: (laughs) You know, I like Um, the instrumental more than the original
0: (laughs) I do like that Uh, they are releasing those though. Because those are just like the… It's the… Teasers? The scores to like the supplementary lore videos they release. Like it's like 8 to 15 minute long videos they release before the albums. That's cool. It just explains the lore. Not Disney um, explain. You know.
1: I've got a. Um, I was on the K-pop subreddit and I haven't taken a. I haven't taken the time to go through it, but somebody ex- has explained the lore so far, like mm. written it out. So I'll send it to you guys and um, and maybe I'll link it down in the description below, if. Um, You want to check that out. But uh, I'm going to be quick. Um, I really like Billy now. Not that I didn't like them, but I very much like them now. Um, This album really sold. Oh, Snowy Night um, was the uh, attention grabber. And then this song piqued my curiosity. Uh, But I, I, I will just say that I don't want them to try to be carbon copies of anything. Just continue... Mystic Story, just keep pushing the envelope. Keep being weird. Keep uh, delivering songs that the general population will still enjoy. Um, but like Alan Mark said, bait and switch them with these experimental tracks because it's these experimental tracks are so refreshing to listen to and end up becoming songs that I really like. So uh, yeah, I'm there. Almost, almost a believer. Not yet, though. I'm going to need like one more, one more release, one more <laughs> comeback that will probably happen because uh, they debuted in November. So it'll probably happen in two weeks. Okay. Alamark, will you please close out the shop? For sure. Us?
0: Sure thing. So, uh, I mean, y'all already know I love Billy. Did uh, choose some Rookie of the Year? But that was more than just, you know, Want to be contrarian, <laughs> uh, but I mean, I think at this point they're probably my favorite group to have debuted in like the past few years, <laughs> um, like mostly because like a big reason is they're maybe the closest thing that we've had to another red velvet uh, in my opinion, like in K-pop. Um, like with like, them though, instead of having like a red side versus a velvet side, their contrast is more like with the absurd and experimental. Side versus the more smooth and contemporary R and B side that uh, we really enjoy. Um, equating it to film because they reference film a lot. Uh, like their like their songs, like "Ring by Ring," "Ginga Mingayo," and "Flipping a Coin," that are sort of like uh, like the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari or Beetlejuice, where it's like menacingly playful within its horror and. Um, Versus stuff like Snowy Night, A Sign, and Eleventh Night, which are, uh, I'd say, like maybe the Truman Show or maybe more sonically, like In the Mood for Love. I haven't watched a lot of movies lately, so I don't have a lot of reference points here. But uh, would show a bit uh, more brighter or romantic exterior, but they still sort of have an underlying uneasiness to them based on the lore. Um, but because of like all this, they feel like such a fresh... Different sound and group compared to uh, the rest of like this generation in K-pop, in my opinion. Uh, so because of all like all that, I'm really thankful that Mystic Story is open to like taking these type of risks with uh, a new idol group, and also thankful for like all of the members who are very much tapped into this concept and um, willing to do what it takes to perform it and like earnestly and very convincingly. Uh, so yeah really enjoy that um, and I also hope that they continue working with Shin because I feel like that is just such a perfect match in styles uh, but also hope they get a break because they've released a lot in a short amount of time so get a breather first and then come back and like uh, maybe like one song in the summer but then, and then maybe another album in October for my birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Um, Just for everyone's knowledge, the official colors of Billy are Mystic Purple and Mystic Blue, both colors which play very heavily into the lore. Great. So Like every time you see purple. Yeah, there's
0: like Purple Rain. Yeah, they have Purple Rain. Purple
1: Rain, yeah. Yeah, Every every time you see purple, that's like the, you know, uneasy, like unsure side time. But then the blue motifs are the more hopeful ones. Just a little lore lore uh, knowledge for you there all right well thanks everyone for choosing to dine with us we really hope you enjoyed your stay and we can't wait to see you next time catch uh more episodes of how you can eat on any of your favorite podcast platforms we are um we are everywhere so it, where, wherever you like to listen to podcasts i'm sure there's um a way for you to listen to us there so make sure to listen not only end this episode but also catch all the other episodes that uh, you've missed so they they're all really great so you can't you can't miss or you can't i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say anymore it's the end of the podcast um and you can also follow us on all of the socials we are at how you can need on twitter instagram and tiktok and make sure to email us if you have any feedback questions you want to be a guest on our on a future episode, or just anything anything you want to email us. Um, definitely email Stephen at howyoucaneat at eat All right, that wraps it up for us, guys. For Alan, Mark, Stephen, and I, it has been our pleasure being your leaders. So long. Stay safe, and we'll see you next feast. See
0: you. What a strange world. Thank you.